I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. You know, I don't want to generalize, but don't we all enjoy pizza? Unfortunately, there is some bad news in that regard. Your pizza toppings may end up costing more than the pizza base. Are you confused? Well, that's understandable. So let's break it down. The Haryana Appellate Authority for Advance Ruling, or the AAAR, has declared that pizza toppings would now be subject to a higher goods and service tax, or GST. Haryana officials believe that since a pizza topping is not really a pizza, it should be categorized and charged a higher GST of 18%. This might make taxes more difficult for a number of pizza brands, particularly if the pizzas are offered in a restaurant or hotel. But this is a little complicated to understand, isn't it? Okay, let's look at some numbers and how pizzas are taxed in general. Currently, as ET's report suggests, the GST rates on pizzas vary depending on how they are prepared and sold. To put it differently, a pizza sold and served in a restaurant is subject to a five percent GST. The cost of a pizza base alone is subject to twelve percent GST. However, a pizza delivered to your home would be subject to an eighteen percent GST. Under the whole ongoing GST jazz, goods classification has become a difficult task. For example, lassi and milk are not subject to GST, but on the other hand, flavored milk is subject to a 12% tax, and flavored lassi is exempted from the taxation system. But it is borderline ridiculous because a topping makes a pizza a pizza. Without toppings, you can just call it a flatbread. And does this mean the council will also go after the crust and the ingredients separately? Where does this even stop? For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. I am Farheen Khan, and here is the deep dive for 16th March 2022. For today's deep dive, we'll be talking a little about the Japanese multinational conglomerate holding company SoftBank. There's a lot going on, and we are here to update you real quick. In the latest news, Munish Verma, SoftBank's managing partner, is planning to move away from the boards of 197 Communication, Paytm's parent company, and PB FinTech just under six months after the businesses went public in India. Although this is not the first time, the move is in line with SoftBank's global strategy. Usually, after its invested businesses are public, the firm exits board positions. Regardless of Verma's departure from both boards, SoftBank will remain an investor and have a stake in both companies, according to a report by Money Control. This decision also comes at a time when both equities have plummeted in recent months. While Munish Verma is stepping down from board positions, Masayoshi Son, the founder of SoftBank Group, reportedly will no longer be a shareholder in Indonesia's 34 billion dollar proposal to establish a new capital in Borneo, as the government changes its attention to Middle Eastern and Chinese investors. And again, as per Bloomberg's report, it's not the first time that Son has backed away from an expensive government program. 
For instance, back in 2015, SoftBank and Saudi Arabia reached a deal for a $200 billion solar power project, considerably bigger than any equivalent project at the time. However, the project never got off the ground. Another disclosure revealed that SoftBank Group's Vision Fund sold $1 billion worth of shares in Coupang, a South Korean e-commerce startup, despite a drop in the value of the technology investment firm's assets. And in September last year, SoftBank sold Coupang stock worth $1.69 billion for $29.69 per share. SoftBank's stock had nearly dropped a fifth year so far. The investment group has recently lowered its fundings in publicly traded firms in order to focus on financing through the second vision fund and share buybacks in a $9 billion scheme. Adding to the list of bad news related to SoftBank, only weeks after its $40 billion agreement with NVIDIA faltered, British chip manufacturer Arm is aiming to lay off up to 1,000 jobs or 15% of its staff. SoftBank had said in September 2020 that it would sell Arm to NVIDIA, a leading chip maker in the United States, for $40 billion. But the transaction was shelved in February after heavy inspection from competition regulators in the United States, the European Union, China and the United Kingdom. And in other developments, SoftBank has reached out to Indian giants Tata and Mahindra to discuss a possible deal. According to an ET report, the talks have been going on for the last six months and apparently Tatas have been negotiating with a number of international investors, including sovereign and pension fund managers, to help fund its new digital venture. So Tatas were trying to raise an estimated $5 billion to develop its super app that would also help it battle with Amazon and Reliance Industries' geo-platforms. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.